0: 2021 Celebrity Deathmatch. Everybody just signing up. uh, Essentially.
1: Essentially, yeah. I think as long as as Snoop Dogg can commentate it and just be funny, that's all I want. Because he was hilarious the other day.
0: Let's see if we can, uh, somebody can wake up Nate Robinson. We can put him on the undercard. (laughs) Nate Robinson versus Lion Artest, and let's get this thing going.
1: Oh, shit. That would be for the NBA family right there. going on everybody welcome back to the stadium drive podcast i'm your boy hudgens before we get started let me go ahead and tell you about georgia beer company all right georgia beer company is absolutely delicious i have i literally tell everybody that i hang out with hey you need to drink georgia beer company georgia beer company is georgia's southernmost brewery uh georgia beer company brews traditional and innovative beers using many georgia grown products we're talking things that are grown right here in Georgia. They get them out of the ground, they work some magic and out comes an amazing beer. I don't know how it works, it just does. Georgia Beer Company is locally owned and operated right here in Valdosta, Georgia. You can visit their tap room at 109 South Briggs Street in Valdosta. The atmosphere is great, the people are amazing. Uh, They have live music, food trucks, they have tons of like game nights, bingo nights. They're always doing giveaways. Uh, But if you're not in Valdosta, don't worry. Don't get upset because you can check them out at your local liquor store or your nearest Publix if you're in Georgia, if you're in the state of Georgia. Um, Other states are coming soon. Trust the process. But right now, it's just in the state of Georgia. Uh, You must be 21 years or older to drink. I don't make the law. The law makes the law. Follow the law. And uh, please drink responsibly. You know, don't be an idiot. You know, get a DD. Or an Uber or whatever you got to do. Uh, make sure everybody, make sure you go home safe as well as everybody else. We're back. Stadium Drive Podcast. Like I said, I'm Hudgens. Um, no Brad and Joe tonight. They decided to take the week off. Uh, hashtag question mark. They might be a still, they might still be a little upset with me because I may or may not have backed out on a golf trip. A small little golf trip the last minute Saturday morning which made the teams uneven I don't know if that's true or not I did I actually do that I don't know but we I digress Uh, those boys will be back next week fired up ready to go the show must go on I got my boy Michael Johnson in here with me we're gonna talk some sports and hang out so uh what's going on Mike how you doing
0: nothing much man how's it going Dylan
1: how was the uh how was the weekend
0: uh couldn't have gone much better for me until today, but you know. Right? That's part of being a Falcons fan.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll get into some NFL <laughs> here in a minute. Uh so we recorded what day was that? Was that Thursday?
0: Yeah, that would have been yeah, Thursday.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we recorded Thursday night with Andrew Ivans, talks to Miami Recruiting. And in the in the podcast we talked about how I was like, Ivins, what is Miami going to do at the quarterback position? He was like, oh, you know, sounds like – seems like Garcia's going to stay, committed to USC. We get done. I'm, like, producing the podcast, and then, boom, Garcia decommits to USC. I'm like, what <laughs> the hell? What did uh, – what did you think when you initially seen it? I know you sent it to me. You thought it was, like, fake or something?
0: Yeah, like because I follow a lot of these kids on like Twitter and that stuff, but I don't really follow them on Instagram. Yeah. So when someone sent it to me, I was like, "This ain't real. This ain't real." I mean, like I said, we just literally talked to Ivins and Ivins, and everyone else was like, "Yeah, I think he's gonna stick with USC." And then boom, I seen it come on Twitter too. I was like, "Wow." Yeah. It's it's, it's just crazy, man. I
1: know he. Um, I feel like he posted on Instagram first. And then I feel like it took him Mm -hmm. like four or five minutes to post it on Twitter. So yeah, as soon as I seen it, I started sending out text messages to people down there close to Miami and all that. And I'm, I tweet, I tweeted out the text message I got sent, the text message I got sent from someone who I talked to a ton said he's in. So I'm just rolling with that. Like, I don't, I know people have said that like Florida state's interested. I don't, I don't see that, like, at all.
0: Look, uh, uh, the way I look at it, Florida State can be interesting. But it's yeah. a different thing for him to be interested in Florida State. So, yeah, man, I I think it's a good sign for a school like Miami. I mean, it's literally, well, we're, we're 10 days away from early signing period, and Miami's been the school that's been recruiting him probably the hardest outside of USC, if not harder. Yeah. And I mean, the kid still says that he's gonna sign in two weeks. Come on, man. I'm I'm hoping that it, it works out in our favor.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because um, I was talking to someone a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "What's Miami gonna do at quarterback?" Because it, it I I I didn't really hear where the Canes were really after anybody else. And uh, luckily, it seems like it paid off. I mean, they just stayed on their guy. And, and I don't know. It's a
0: wild turn of events for sure. Definitely, man. Definitely. But like I said, with with Rhett Lashley and Rob Likens and those guys in that room, the way that, you know, the product they're putting on the field, plus their recruiting efforts, uh, you know, I, I think it's going to pay off for us.
1: Yeah. So we'll just go ahead and segue right into some games And since we're talking Canes, we'll go ahead and start off with that game. Dude, I didn't expect it. Did not expect a 48 to nothing blowout at all. Because I'm like, you know, we haven't. Go ahead.
0: No, I said, I I know I gave the prediction. I think I said 38 to 14. And even then I was like, "Eh, they're still going to come out, probably score that first drive and it'll be a slow start. But. Yeah, dude i I did not expect for it to be that type of game from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, I was like on the first drive when uh was it Rooster who fumbled or Rooster yeah. chain? It was one of the two that fumbled and Duke got the ball in like great field position. I was like, damn it, here we go! Like I'm about to get pissed off because they're about to Duke's about to get an easy score, and like especially seeing the um like the pregame list of everybody who was out. I was like who in the hell is going to play linebacker? Like I feel like we had damn near all of our linebackers out. But um yeah, incredible performance by the defense. That was insane. I seen somebody put on Twitter that Miami didn't miss a tackle the entire game.
0: And that was the most surprising part for me because I'm looking, I'm like we're off of a three week basically bye. Some I'm thinking to myself The tackling is going to be rough. You know, we're going to miss some tackles early on. They're going to get a few plays here and there. But, you know, got to give credit where it's due. Blake Baker and the defensive staff had those guys come out and they played pretty much lights-out defense all night long.
1: Yeah. Somebody put on Twitter, somebody was like, I haven't seen Baker on the sideline.
0: <sighs> you know, those conspiracy theories. <laughs>
1: I don't remember seeing him, but – I hadn't, like – I've just watched highlights. I hadn't went back and, like, watched the whole game to really pay attention if he was out there or not. I don't know.
0: I mean, he – like I said, I haven't seen it where I can point out and say, yeah, he was on the sideline. Or you you never know. He could have been one of those guys in the protocol as well. I mean, half of his linebacker role was there, so.
1: That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Ooh, that is a good point. Maybe he wasn't there and Manny was calling the defense.
0: Ah, here we
1: go. Here damn. We go. Here we go. I'm a, oh damn. I don't know. Who knows? Um the
0: band but, is still there. The band is still
1: there. Yeah, it's true. Um uh, <laughs> but yeah, super impressive win. I, I expected to give up I expected to score points. I expected to give up points as well, but turnover chain came out like five times. It was just
0: ridiculous. Loved it. And we needed that kind of game yeah for sure i think- I think everyone across the nation kind of thought that we were gonna come out and have a sloppy game. I even saw where some people were predicting like a twenty eight to seventeen type game, yeah yeah but hey we we handle business. the King was the King, you know the harley harley hive is is still alive for right now, legit, so I think he's out here close to seven hundred yards,
1: yeah so. He had – yeah, he had over 100 yards with like two or three catches last night.
0: Man, Mr. Yak himself. Yeah. Mr. Yak. And
1: then uh, I was kind of upset towards the end because I wanted 50. And when mm-hmm. they, they brought in Kosey and I was like, you know, they, they might they might score. And then he threw like two passes and then they just kind of just started running the ball. But it was cool that like – I felt like we were up 35-0 and Manny was going for it on fourth down. I was like, hell yeah, yeah.
0: like – it hey, was refreshing man. to see. That, yeah. It's real refreshing to see, like us not sit on the ball, let's just melt the clock out. That, that's kind of what I love about this offensive staff and the way that Manny's approached stuff this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, some other games we had <laughs> blowout city for uh, Ohio State, Michigan State. Really wasn't. Of course, I pulled for the upset, but I was like, that shit's not going to happen at all. Um. <laughs> Texas A&M Auburn was pretty interesting. I thought this was going to be a classic Gus Malzahn game where he say like not not necessarily that like he's on this really bad hot seat because I hadn't really seen anything. But you know how Gus is like it seems like Gus is on the hot seat every single year. And it's like this is going to be the game that he somehow wins and it cools his seat down. But I don't know.
0: Well- I don't know, like, because I look and I saw a stat come out after the game. This is the seventh straight year that Auburn has lost at least four games. And if you go back Damn. to 2010, you know, minus that year where they went 12 and two. Yeah. I think if you go back to that, they've lost four games in every year. Like I said, minus one. I know he wasn't here. I guess he got there in 2012, something like that. But he's had seven straight years of at least four losses. So.
1: Damn, I did not realize that.
0: Yeah, I thought he had like a, a year, two years ago. But even then, he went like ten and four.
1: Because that yeah. was the
0: year they played for the championship, but lost, and then lost the bowl game. So
1: yeah. Now, dude, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my opinion. I think Auburn's offense would be so much better with Malik Willis.
0: Oh, ten times, better.
1: dude! Malik Willis is an 10 animal.
0: Ten times better. I don't, I don't know how you let that. Well, I'm not going to say I don't know how you let that kid go. Because, again, when you got Paul Bear Bryant's great-grandson or whatever, you kind of make everything move. But I know Gus has to be sick just sitting back saying it, knowing that he let that guy slip away. Yeah. And he let him slip away to Hugh Freeze, of all people.
1: Yeah. Because the kid's balling out this year. Yep. The – uh. I was I was glad to see TCU win. They beat Oklahoma State. Uh, I just I'm like a big upset guy. Like I want every team to be upset except Miami, of course. Um, the Rice Marshall game. Shout out Rice, Syracuse Notre Dame. I thought these boys had something for Notre Dame, and they did for like a quarter. Oh my gosh, dude! I was I was wanting Notre Dame to lose so damn bad. Didn't happen,
0: man. I yeah. mean, like I said, say I got a shout out. Uh, shout out to Notre Dame and Brian Kelly for for getting it done. You know, it hurts yeah. me to to say shout out to Notre Dame, but I mean, hey, they came in the ACC this year and and handled business as they needed to. Yeah. I was waiting for that letdown game all season, and they almost had one versus Louisville, but they pulled it out.
1: Yeah, I seen a I seen a crazy stat that like Ian Book is thirty and three as a starter, I believe. It was thirty and three or thirty-three and three, something like that. Regardless, dude, that is incredible. From from him coming into the game in twenty seventeen versus Miami and just getting dogged out to now is like incredible growth for that
0: guy. Ten times. I uh, you dangerous. know coming into the year, I was like, Ian Book is a an average quarterback. I mean, this year I don't—I don't think he has, but like a handful of interceptions, maybe. Yeah, he may have like one or two. So, shout out to Ian Book.
1: Yeah, I um, yeah, he threw—he threw one against Syracuse, but yeah, I—I I expected a letdown game. I called Notre Dame frauds like three quarters of the season, and then it just got to a point where I was like, nah, they're actually pretty good. Um, so they play Clemson in two weeks. Shit, dude. That's gonna be a
0: game. Like I don't even know. And, and that game's gonna be like right after our game. So yeah. So we got the undercard match. Yeah. <laughs> and they got the heavyweight. Yeah. So that that should be a good one. Whatever's <clears throat> back. So let's see who it shakes out.
1: Yeah. So Florida, Tennessee. Kyle Trask did what he usually does. That man I, I, I hate Florida, but I'll call a spade a spade. Like, Trask is good. Trask is really good. Yeah.
0: Tra- Trask is the real deal, man. Like, Dan Mullen does a good job with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect anything from uh, Kyle Trask. I don't think most of the Gator fan base when he was recruited uh, thought much of him. Deep down, but yeah. Deep down, they didn't. I said it was a Randy Shannon favor. Somebody called Randy and was like, hey, y'all need to come check out this guy. And yeah. No. You pass it on to, was it Nussmeier and Michael Wayne, and the rest is history. It's crazy.
1: Uh, since we're talking about Trask, who you, uh, is he like your Heisman final – like is he your Heisman – is he going to win the Heisman pretty much, do you think?
0: I think it's going to come down to this last game. If you ask for so to the too. top three, it's him, Matt Jones, and you got to put Najee in there just because, I mean, dude is a, a force in that backfield. He is. But if they come out in the SEC championship and Mac puts up the same numbers and for some reason Trash falters a little bit, I think you gotta go with Mac Jones. Number one yeah. team in the country, starting quarterback, gotta go with Mac.
1: And it's just kinda it's just kind of seemed that like the Heisman's been really like a popularity contest. Like a lot more times than not, the best guy doesn't win the Heisman. You know what I mean? True. Like, you got, you've got, you got an Iowa State's running back. I keep bringing him up. Bryce or Brees Hall, I think. Mm-hmm. That man's balling out. He's got, like, almost 1,400 yards, or he might have 1,400 yards by now. No, like, no mention at all. I'm like, look at this guy. But, yeah, I think I – I, it's just tough to see. Like, Tra- Trask is definitely a finalist. But it's tough for me to see him winning it if they lose to Bama because they're going to be like, oh, you know, Florida's got two losses. You got Mac Jones over here undefeated. So that's kind okay. of how I'm at.
0: The only way I see it is where if he just comes out and he has the game of his life and, you know, Mac Jones kind of falters, but they still pull it out. Yeah. Then I can see Kyle Trask getting it even in a loss. But if they lose and Kyle Trask's numbers are pedestrian, I mean the, the guy's having a sick season, so a pedestrian game for him might be two touchdowns and two hundred and fifty yards. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's gonna be a tight race though. I, I think it's those two for sure. Yeah. we'll see who else gets the zoom link.
1: What you um yeah, right? What you yeah. uh what you thinking about the the Florida Bama game in two weeks? You think I think I know a lot of people are like, man, Bama's going to steamroll Florida and all this other. But, I mean, Florida's going to be hyped. They're going to be jacked up. And I know Florida's defense isn't that great. But, you know, Bama has shown they can give up some points too. I think it's going to be a pretty good game.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. My question is, can Florida get the running game going? Because it's really been non-existent.
1: Non-existent, yeah.
0: I think this week they had, like, 19 carries for, like, 21 yards, something along that, or 17 carries for 19 yards. So, yeah. Bama's defense isn't awesome, but if they know coming into the game that you're one-dimensional, I, I think that Nick Saban and Pete Golden and all those guys he has on staff will, will put a nice little game plan together for him.
1: Yeah. I hear you. So, this game, this game right here that I'm about to talk about had me so hyped. I was so fired up. Uh, BYU, Coastal Carolina? Yes, sir. Dude, I, I've i been the biggest BYU hater this year because I'm like – everybody's like, oh, they need to be top ten. I'm like, they haven't played anybody, like anybody. And then a couple weeks ago, Washington or Washington State, I think it was one of the two, was like, hey, let's play. And they were like, nah. But then they're like, oh, let's go play this, you know, Sunbelt team. And Coastal Carolina just – came balled out. I mean, their defense, they looked, to me personally, they looked so – Coastal Carolina looked so much smaller than BYU. Like, BYU was huge. And Coastal Carolina came out there and just shut them down pretty much.
0: I mean, from a matchup standpoint, if you're just looking at what they look like on film, you say, oh, yeah, BYU is going to roll on these guys. Yeah. I mean, Zach Wilson and the fact that, Again, at BYU, you, you, it's a Mormon school, obviously. So you got older people. Right. Like I heard the announcer talking about they got 23, 24, 25-year-olds. Yeah. And you're looking at Coastal. They got 18, 19-year-old guys starting in different roles. So it was a mismatch. And, again, shout-out to the Coastal Carolina line. They got, like, a five nine center. Yeah. Nobody on that line is, like, prototypical size but they just get the job done. So The,
1: the nose tackle for BYU was like 6-4 <laughs> going up against a 5-9 center. Dude, that was incredible.
0: They said low man wins. I guess yeah. they did in that situation.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed that game, though. I watched that game with a couple buddies. Um, Zach Wilson didn't really have a great – I mean, he went 19 for 30, 240, a touchdown and a pick. That's, that sucks suspect. For someone who's yeah. been balling out against everybody else this year,
0: and I mean, I had him high up in the uh, in the Heisman race, but yeah. you come out and you have a game like this, you kind of be, you just went ahead and eliminated yourself.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, shout out Mario Cristobal for losing another game that he shouldn't have lost. Uh dude, how I don't, do you lose to Cal. I know. I don't I feel like Cal hasn't won a game in years. This well hell, Cal this is their f- their first game that they've won this year. Yeah,
0: I don't feel like Cal has done anything since Deshaun Jackson was there.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a long time ago too. <laughs> yeah. Didn't uh Marshawn Lynch play for Cal, didn't he? Yeah, Lynch and- it, oh yeah, yeah, golf,
0: golf too. Golf. I forgot about golf being
1: out there, but ah, dude, I forgot about golf. golf too. Damn, that's true. Uh, Clemson, Virginia, I thought or Clemson, Virginia Tech. Again, I was out back with some buddies. I was like, dude, upset alert. You can look look at Virginia Tech. It's ten to ten. Clemson, Clemson was just like, nah, let's quit playing with these boys. Put it on them.
0: They turned on the sprinkler system and everything. And yeah, that was wild. Yeah. That
1: was that was you know that was planned. They're like, hey, let's Oh,
0: it had to be.
1: Let's mess them up somehow.
0: It had to be, but it didn't work out for Coach Fuente. Another yeah. Memphis another Memphis coach not doing much.
1: That is true. There's yeah, there's a trend with ex Memphis coaches not doing very well. That is and true.
0: I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. perfectly fine
1: with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Alabama, LSU, absolute, like, bloodbath. Did you see what Saban said before the mm-hmm. game? Did you see that video?
0: Yeah. I saw it. I was like, yeah, he's about to try to run the score, and that's exactly what he tried to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very surprised they didn't score. more. I mean, five more points that it had 60. That is nasty.
0: Yeah, he, he wanted he wanted 60 bad after all that talking. Like, yeah. even next year, you know, I, I see the Dan Cilio reports, but even next year, I think he'll still try to run it up on him.
1: Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Like, I don't, I don't really see where that came from. And I, like, I, I posted that on Stadium Drive. I was like, "Here's this crazy rumor." Like, I feel like it's just a rumor. But mm-hmm. if for some reason it happens to somehow become true, who do you see like
0: taking over Bama next year? See, I look at it two ways. The first call is going to be the Dabo. I mean, that that's yeah. the first call. You're going to call Dabo. He's the the prodigal son at this point. But will Dabo really leave what he's built at Clemson to, to go and basically be in Nick's shadow? I'm yeah. not quite sure. Not, I get he's an alum and everything, but does he leave? And then I kind of saw it interesting as well because I was listening to a few other podcasts and talk radio and They kind of say that Sark has that same demeanor and kind of that same respect within the building, kind of like Saban does. Yeah. You know, he's he's had those issues in the past. Yeah. But at the same time, he's he's one of those guys that I could see, okay, let's let's keep it in house so we can keep this thing rolling at optimum level. Because I mean you're Batman, you can get who you want, but who is it that you're going to get? that knows the inner workings. I saw some Mario, but Mario losing the Cal and this type of stuff is kind of taking himself out of there. So. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not Sark, man?
1: Yeah, I, I'm i with you. Like, I've been kind of screaming from the mountaintops for a couple years that once sabin has gone, it's going to be Dabo. But to be honest really? with you, dude, Dabo, he would kind of he, – actually, he would be. He would be dumb to leave what he's built at Clemson. He's yeah. in the Atlantic. Like, really, who's going to challenge his ass in the Atlantic for the next 10 years, honestly?
0: Nobody, man.
1: Yeah. Nobody. So, so I'm like, he could potentially go win 10 straight, you know, ACC titles. You know, just – the, the Canes are, are, are back, but you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> it depends on, really, if, let's say, somehow Notre Dame joins full-time. Where that they is they put. Because I know that ACC is going to want that matchup versus Clemson every year. Every so year. Yeah. Do they put them in Atlantic, or do you put them in the Coastal where they have to play Miami? But you make them a permanent, basically. I'm not not going to say rival versus Clemson, but you know, there's always that one crossover game that you have every single year.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when Miami plays Boston College, and we just seem to lose to them every time we play them. Yeah. For some reason. So, um, yeah, I I would like to see Notre Dame join. I'd like to see them um be on the coastal side to where it can be a Catholic versus convict every year, big rivalry, and then also have some crossover games like Notre Dame FSU, Notre Dame Clemson. That'd be that'd be pretty cool.
0: I mean, that would be optimal for the ACC too. I mean, just building yeah. that strength. So yeah. I'm for it. Other
1: than that, that's Pretty much all like the big kind of college games. Uh, really, I mean, we got some okay games coming up this weekend. Kind
0: of, I don't Army. know. Is it Army versus Navy week this week? I think is that's what College Game Day is going. They Is that where – Yeah, I believe that's where they're going this week. So. Oh yeah, it is. That's you know, <laughs> shout out to College Game Day, Army yeah. versus Navy.
1: I kind of – I didn't I didn't even realize they were going – I thought they were going to go to either Cincinnati and Tulsa because, I mean, that's a pretty big matchup. And then I kind of maybe thought they would go to Miami, North Carolina, maybe. But that does make sense, them going to Army, Navy, though, for sure.
0: Yeah. I kind of thought maybe is a chance for Miami. You know, they'll bump UNC up to, like, number 15. We'll still be in the top 10. So, it's a big matchup, but – yeah, Army and Navy. That's it. Doesn't really get much bigger than that when you come to pure two teams against one another.
1: Yeah, the thing about it, Navy is three and six this year. Army is seven and two, but Army's only a five and a half point
0: favorite. You might get a little tricky. Yeah, <laughs> that's I don't know. That's a little tricky, man. That's
1: Weird, um, <laughs> dude. Ohio State being a twenty nine and a half point favorite over Michigan, that's gonna be nasty.
0: Now will the game get played? That's that's the that, big question in the room.
1: Yeah, I don't. If I'm hardball, I'm ducking him straight that's up.
0: That's what I was about to say. Do you think uh, you think Harbaugh gets to the point and says, "Well, uh, I think I got a whole position group. I don't think we can play." Yeah, I I, I can see it, man.
1: Dude, if I'm hardball, I'm duck because hardball goes out there. I know Harbaugh's on the hot seat. He has done nothing at Michigan. Which is pretty wild to me because I mean he's a big name coach he just mm-hmm. hadn't done anything but um, yeah Harbaugh goes out there and gets beat fifty two to three against Clem or sorry not Clemson but uh, Ohio State that's that's gonna probably be all she wrote
0: I think he's already looking but I think it just would further tarnish the Michigan man thing and I was looking. Is this the last year of his uh, contract? I don't think – because they never gave him an extension. So, yeah, I think have. he's either in the last year of his contract or going into the, the final year. So, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, they they didn't give him that vote of confidence essentially and say, hey, here's your extension. Like, they That's normally true. give people. Yeah, so, yeah, so- I don't think the game gets played, though.
1: Yeah, somebody was like, uh, Harbaugh gets fired. That's a perfect spot for uh, Rhett Lashley. I'm like, what? Yeah.
0: like I don't even see the I don't see the fit.
1: I don't either like not saying that Rhett's not a good coach and all because he definitely is but like I could see Rhett if he's going to leave I could see him going to like a smaller school not like a blue blood Michigan yeah. where their expectations are through the entire roof like I just don't I don't know do not make any sense to me
0: yeah I could see him like and it's not coming open this year because Dave Doran's did a pretty good job this year i can see him at like an nc state type of school like yeah. one of those schools or even one of these smaller schools south alabama something like that but yeah, yeah. i think he's gonna hold out but no nah, not michigan i don't see the fit
1: neither yeah neither do i um shout out south carolina they hired shane beamer shout out stadium drive i dude i had that tweet A, I got word two days before mm-hmm. we it out nothing no respect but uh <laughs> yeah that's that's a pretty interesting like um hire i kind of like that hire for them because it's not like a recycled head coach you know how you know must recycled and these other guys it's interesting hire to me
0: yeah i think it's going to be interesting to see who he gets on the staff because that's gonna be the key. I mean, that's always really been the key at a school like South Carolina that yeah. you have on your staff. Cause there's dude, there's a ton of talent in the Carolina area. Oh, one yeah. thing that kind of hurt much Champ this year was if you think back, I think it was last class they got like the number one running back. But he was out for the season this year with an injury. Yeah. And that that kid would have made a difference. So if you can get a staff. To get the right guys in, you know, get some excitement. I mean, look, they just beat UGA last year. I mean, yeah. call it what you want; it was a rain game, sloppy, but they have enough talent, and then they have a quarterback that was like highly recruited, but he got replaced this year because uh, Bobo came in and brought his guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't remember the dude's name, but yeah, Bobo brought in this other guy. Yeah, I know I, I know exactly who you're talking about. I just don't remember his name.
0: Because I, uh, I think his brother played out at Washington State. Rest in peace.
1: Yeah, um, he did. He did. I, remember I do that remember that guy. Um,
0: yeah. yeah I, don't... I think it'll be a good fit, man. Just got to see who he's going to have on that staff. He gets a good OC because you got to have that in the SEC. And I think he'll yeah. be on his way.
1: Yeah, I thought it was trouble for South Carolina from the jump uh, this season, before the season started. I seen a quote from Mike Bobo. Somebody asked him about, like, up-tempo offenses. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I'm i on the outside looking in. I love up-tempo, but he was like, nah, we're not doing up-tempo. We got to bring the huddle back to South Carolina.
0: And I'm like, uh. Yeah, red flag. Huge red flag. Right? Yeah. It's twenty twenty, man. You you got to be able to adapt, and you yeah. got to be able to attract kids. Kids want to hear that, even if that's not what you're gonna do. Kids want to hear, yeah. yeah, we're gonna play in this this fun and gun, up tempo offense. They don't want to hear, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna slow this thing down and, and see how it goes.
1: Yeah, uh, it kind of it kind of surprised me that Beamer is not keeping T Rob on the staff.
0: I kind of see why. Because, again, he was like – he's always been Champs right-hand man. Right. So, you, yeah. you keep on a guy like t Rob, Yeah, you may get some of the recruiting benefits from some of the relationships. But at the same time, you kind of just – you probably want to just clean house. Like, maybe they keep Bobo on as, like, a quarterback coach type deal. Yeah. But I don't even think Bobo stays on, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I was looking up – I was looking up t Rob earlier – and I know like he's a he's an elite recruiter in the past, but this year, which this could be this just could be like them not having a good year or whatever it is. But his ranking, his national ranking on twenty four seven for recruiters, he's six hundred and forty third this year.
0: So six forty three. So that makes him me makes him about sixty spots higher than Mike Runk. That's so,
1: hey. that's progress mister a seven eleven. Yeah, that's yeah, progress.
0: That's progress,
1: man. So, but yeah, I, I was kind of surprised because I mean he's got an elite talent in the past. I was, I was kind of thinking I was like, well, you know, South Carolina's got like two wins. You know, they could have had some decommitments when Muschamp left and all this other stuff. But I just thought that was kind of kind of weird. Yeah, man.
0: It's it's gonna be interesting to see who he fills out his staff with, and it's gonna be interesting to see where T. Rob lands.
1: Yeah. I hope, hopefully, hopefully T Rob wants to come back home, come back to Miami. Yeah, bring, him,
0: bring him back to Florida, man. I'm, I'm not saying who he needs to replace, <laughs> but yeah, bring him, Go ahead and bring him back to Miami.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's um. Okay, before we get into NFL, I meant to bring this up earlier. I hope the the ref is doing good from that high school game in in Texas. Oh
0: man, I hope Dude. he is too, man.
1: That kid Emmanuel Duran, Emmanuel Duran. Mm. That's assault, brother. Like he got he's like a 235 pound kid. Like they said he's like an elite wrestler and he plays soccer and all these other sports. He just went on a rage and just laid that ref out. That was ridiculous.
0: And I saw um he was actually like charged with assault and yeah. the team is I don't think the team can go to the playoffs now.
1: Yeah, no, nah.
0: It's a lot, man. That,
1: Yeah, dude, if I was – oh, my God, if I was his teammates, I would be so pissed at him. Like, really, dude, you just costed us an opportunity for a potential state championship for you being a dumbass. Like, damn.
0: And my thing is, I also read where he's had other incidents. Obviously, he hasn't had this incident in the past, but – you know that kind of falls on the guys you got on the sideline. You know you're letting that stick around, or yeah. And hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I am who I am. So I'm always trying to help a kid and save a kid. But yeah, sometimes you got to do what you have to do. So
1: yeah, let's just let's just be real. This kid, this kid's definitely a bully. Like he definitely, he definitely like puts kids' heads in toilets and. <laughs> Gives wedgies and stuff like that. Whatever kids do to bully these days, nah, that kid's a bully. Yeah,
0: man. That's that. That I, when I saw that video, I was like, "No way!"
1: Yeah. no way. The ref right. was like sixty. They said he. They said he posted a ten thousand dollar bail though, so he's out. But, Sheesh. damn, that was incredible. That was that was damn. That was nuts. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, anyway, we'll go back. We'll talk some NFL real quick. Uh shout out your Falcons. You're a Falcons fan, right?
0: Uh yeah. For now. For now. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. Like I, I try to defend because look, I, I see people say it's Matt Ryan and it's this and it's that. And you know, I'm I'm a Matt Ryan guy. Yeah. But then I watch games like today and shout out to the worst offensive coordinator out there. You ain't I'm lying. Gonna, create creative, but I think at this point you're just going to have to blow it up. And they yeah. just keep sucking me back in at four and eight. Every week I have some hope. And then I'm like, I'm not watching this team anymore. And yeah. then here I am. I'm glued in front of the TV.
1: So. Oh, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm a Washington fan. I'm the same way. I'm, uh, Yeah. But we're going to beat the Steelers tomorrow night. You can go ahead and book it, dude. Go ahead and book that shit. We are We are ruining the Steelers' undefeated season. I'm going to play this back when they win.
0: Hey, go ahead because um I don't see it, but hey, <laughs> maybe Antonio Gibson gets the job done. He'd hey, do y'all best play.
1: Antonio's nice now.
0: Yeah, shout he's, out to A. man.
1: He's he's still learning too. Uh, what's your what's your opinion on Taysom Hill starting
0: mm-hmm. over Jameis? You like that? I don't. I oh, don't It's it's a tough situation. Like I, I personally still don't think that he's an NFL quarterback, but Damn. then. I would look like Boo-Boo the Fool if I don't take a look at his stat sheet and say, okay, today he got the job done, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think he's an a NFL quarterback, but they made an investment in him, and when yeah. you put that kind of money into somebody, you gotta make it work. It's kind of like when the Broncos okay. invested in Tebow. I think they knew pretty quickly that Tebow wasn't going to be the program, well, not program, the organization's savior, but you're drafting him. You kind of yeah. had to buy into him for two or three years, and, and you got to cut bait. Yeah. But I wouldn't want James Winston anyway. He's out there eating W's and dancing all the time. So, dancing, I don't want that on my going,
1: Yeah, going crazy. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Sean Payton definitely believes in ta- – like, for some reason, Sean
0: Payton just loves that guy. For some reason. Maybe he's got something against Manny BS because then he gets uh, Manny, <laughs> get Manny fired at Texas. I um, think, uh, yeah. yeah. Mason Hill ran for like 800 yards, and he got fired the next day. So.
1: Yeah, damn, that is true. I Forgot <laughs> about that. Uh, shout out the Browns for like having a first. It's like their first winning record since like 2007, I think, something like that.
0: Yeah, Nick Chubb got you know nine and three. Some people put him in the the category <laughs> of best running back in the NFL.
1: Yeah, I um. I'm like low key, like I'm low key, like a Titans fan. Like I, I'm not only like one NFL team, but then there's a couple teams that I like like to see do good. For some Ooh. reason, for some reason, I'm like a Tannehill fan. I've been a Tannehill fan since he was in Miami. Uh, so they're kind of like my playoff team this year because Washington's not gonna make playoffs. Let's be honest.
0: I oh, know they might that that division. They could. They're only one game behind. They could exactly. But it still is gonna end all that hope tomorrow. So. Right,
1: okay. probably so. Damn it. Uh but yeah, I shit dude, I did not see the Titans coming out and just getting mauled by the Browns. I know they tried to come back, but it was that was a little wild for sure. Which I mean they had they had fourteen like junk points like within with, with like a minute and a half to go, so <clears throat> Kind of messed uh, up
0: probably that betting line or that Vegas yeah. line that started to move.
1: Yeah. Shout out the Jags for almost messing up their draft stock. They tried to win that game. I don't know. I was I was texting a buddy of mine who's a big Jags fan, and he's like, what are they doing? I do not understand why they're winning. Like, they're trying to win this game. I want a high draft pick. And I was like, yeah, I know.
0: What the hell? <laughs> It's like they were watching to see what the Jets were going to do in their game, and exactly. they didn't want to yeah. be outdone, man. They yeah, be outdone.
1: Yeah, that's another game that surprised the hell out of me. It was like the Jets came up out of nowhere. It was just playing some ball today.
0: mean Sam Darnold, I think I looked earlier, he was like fourteen for for twenty for like one eighty five. Yeah, and whoever their running back is, he, he went for a hundred yards. So. Yeah, Ty, Ty Johnson and then Johnson. Ty Adams. Johnson.
1: Yeah, so. I think I think that Darnold's like a solid quarterback. I think I, th- I feel like he just needs some pieces around him.
0: Like I don't know, he's gonna have Harbaugh next year. It's gonna Ooh. have Harbaugh, man. He's gonna have Harbaugh. The quarterback whisperer. But I, I can Unfortunately, that may mean Trevor Lawrence may be there also. So. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> Damn, I could see it. Wow. Uh, other than that, Rams beat the Cardinals. Colts and Texans was a pretty solid game. Shout out the Dolphins and Tua taking care of business. Um, Tua
0: time, man. Tua time.
1: Super, super like, dirty hit. Did you see the hit? Like, the punt return
0: hit? I saw it. And I saw uh, Coach Flores coming out there like he wanted some of it, too. Oh, yeah. He was fired up. I like it, man. You you gotta have that type of energy as a coach. And yeah. That's gonna get your players to play for you. Yeah, exactly. At all of them.
1: Yeah. Can't just be like monotone on the sidelines like Mark Rick was. Well, Mark Rick was at Georgia. I feel like at Miami he was a little more fired up. But when he just was at a little bit. he was at Georgia, he was just like he was kinda like you remember like Randy Shannon. Randy Shannon didn't ever really get fired up. No,
0: Randy was, Randy was always the same. Randy's always the same now, probably.
1: Yeah. So. <clears throat> now, the biggest upset, and I I hate that Brad's not on the podcast because this man is a giant, Giants fan. The Giants go into Seattle beating the Seahawks. I'm like, what the hell? That just shows, like, how unpredictable the NFL is.
0: That's the one I didn't see this week. Like, there was no no way. With Colt McCoy. I that, forgot, yeah. first off, I forgot that Colt was still in the league. Yeah. But you went in and you got to win, man. Giants are five and seven.
1: Yeah, leading the division. Leading the the, the trash division. It, uh, yeah, I mean, I did not see that coming at all. That was wild. Then it's
0: twenty twenty and Colt McCoy is a starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, and winning games. Exactly. Then you got Bill Belichick just let his nuts hang today, just beating the shit out of the Chargers.
0: I don't – Do you think I, – I don't know, man. Do you think uh, Anthony Lane gets through the the end of the season?
1: Ah, it's tough, man. I know he said today – he said today he was like, I expect to be the coach, which everybody's going to say that. But, dude, yeah. that's, that's rough. That's tough. I don't –
0: 45 to nothing to this team? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Cam Newton didn't even have like 80 yards. He had, I'm looking, he had 69 yards passing.
1: That's it. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> and they won 45 to nothing. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That is crazy.
1: They had two special team uh, touchdowns. Well, hell. Yeah. Two special teams touchdowns. And then. I guess a trick play at the very end because Jarrett's no, no, Jarrett Stidham threw a touchdown pass at the end. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I, I feel like Anthony Lynn's going to be gone. Hardball could be with the Chargers next year.
0: I could, I could see it possibly. But, you know, I want to say they have new ownership out there. Things are changing. Do you want Justin Herbert with, with hardball? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is a, He's an East Coast guy, so West Coast guy.
1: The, um, who really needs a head coaching job is the uh, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, Eric Billamy Hennemy. I can't pronounce yeah, his Eric, last name.
0: Eric B. Yeah. I, I hope he lands in Atlanta. I hope he yeah. lands in Atlanta. I've seen some people say, yeah, Raheem Morris, keep him around. No, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm When we had no timeouts left last week, yeah, we got the win. But it's the third quarter. We had no timeouts left. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Clock management. And I mean, he's responsible for the defense. When you play Russell Wilson week one and you say, I did not game plan. Yeah. Russell Wilson, that was a red flag for me already. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping that we can bring Eric, bring him on home to Atlanta and see if we can make work.
1: Y'all might. Atlanta will probably screw up and get a coach like uh, Bill O'Brien or somebody.
0: If we get a Bill O'Brien, then I may have to put my name. In
1: the <laughs> That'd be so mad. Uh, all right, we got we got three more NFL games left this week. Uh, two on Monday and then Tuesday. Uh, pick some winners. All right, we're gonna do first, we're gonna do Washington Steelers. You already know. Shout out Washington. Real name, no gimmicks. We don't need a gimmick, Mike. We're the football team, dude.
0: That's all right. I don't no, you don't a need gimmick. a gimmick. But you may need to get some some players because <laughs> Monday at 5, Pittsburgh is going to roll. All right. I mean, really roll, man.
1: Okay. Uh, the, the spread's six and a half, so you're going to say they, they cover the spread.
0: They're going to cover the spread about three times over.
1: Damn it. Okay. All right, you got Bills and the Forty ers Uh 49ers are a one point favorite, which is weird to me. I don't mm. that's weird. I
0: don't know. Is that is there like some some guys sitting out or injured? I don't know. Bills either. or something? That's that's a weird line. I mean the Bills Bills are eight and
1: three. Yeah, that is super I don't know. I have to do some research. But that is real weird to me.
0: I I don't know. I, I like the Bills in that. You know, yeah. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary. You know, shout out to Zach Moss in the backfield and Jaquan Johnson, the legend. Yeah. Back there, and, and the special teams ace getting it done back there.
1: Very true. We got uh Tuesday. I'm so glad we got a game on Tuesday. It's just football just keeps coming. Uh oh, we... Cowboys and the Ravens. I'ma have to go Ravens. Lamar's back.
0: I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I mean the Ravens should I've been a little bit disappointed. With, you know how they play. But I think my guy Gus the Bus is still starting at running back, so
1: that's true. Um, I like Gus. I'm a I'm a big Gus fan.
0: You know, I've always kind of been a Gus fan. Like people thought he was supposed to be a power back. It's fine. He's he was just a big back that and he he just put it like this, he just happened to be big. He was never going to be a power back. Yeah, He's yeah. always a finesse back, just mm-hmm. in a bigger body. Yeah. So. He's one
1: he's one of them guys that like I'm real glad that he's getting an opportunity in the league. Because yeah. he didn't, you know, he didn't get a whole lot of carries at Miami, then he transferred and he went to Rutgers, right?
0: Yeah, went and played at Rutgers for a year. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, look, him and him and Duke are the only ones in the league from that squad, I think. Like
1: Yeah. Damn. That's wild. But yeah, I'm gonna have to go Ravens for sure.
0: Definitely going with the Ravens. Whatever the whatever the line is, I like the Ravens to cover. Yeah, I
1: think eight and a half Ravens. So yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely
1: like it. Yeah. But all right, man. Uh, let's end, let's end with this. Did you see the um, the Floyd Mayweather like versus Logan Paul exhibition boxing match that's coming in a couple months?
0: Yeah, it's, it's basically we're, we're we're here in the 2020-2021 celebrity deathmatch. Everybody's just so, lining up. To essentially,
1: to essentially, yeah. I think so, as long as long as Snoop Dogg can commentate it and just be funny, that's all I want because he was hilarious the other day.
0: Let's see if we can. Uh, if somebody can wake up Nate Robinson. We can put him on the undercard. Yeah, <laughs> Nate Robinson versus Juan Test and let's get this thing going.
1: Oh shit! That would be for the NBA family right there. Got you, man! For the family, for the culture. Yeah, but all right, Mike, I appreciate you jumping on and hanging out. Uh, we'll have to do it more, dude. You're becoming like a, uh, you're becoming like a fourth, like an honorary member of Stadium Drive now. <laughs>
0: hey, I appreciate you having me on, man. Any anytime, I'll, I'll jump on and talk a little bit of ball with you.
1: Heck yeah! All right, man. Appreciate it. See you.
0: All right, man. See you.
1: All right.